Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that will never apologize for calling out Eric Ten Hag online. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Ban us from the first team? We would welcome it. Um, today there's just two of us Podball idiots here. Uh, idiot number one, Faisal American, me. And Podball idiot number two, Nicholas John. Hello, hello. Mifzal Malik isn't here. He has gone for some obedience training. <laughs> Sit, roll over, good doggy. Now we're going to talk about um, what happened in the Premier League over the weekend. The big game: Tottenham earned a two-all draw with Arsenal at the Emirates Stadium. Uh, Nick, some context going into the match: uh, Tottenham have not had the best of records at the Emirates. Spurs' last three matches there all ended in defeats and it goes all the way back to Arsenal's old ground, Highbury. If you know it, you're old. Um, over the past three decades, Spurs have only won two of their away games at the Gunners. Uh, last week, I said that this would be Postecoglou's biggest test yet. Pretty safe to say they passed it, right? Uh, yeah, they, they most definitely have. And I think that one of the biggest compliments from Tottenham fans is how some of them are saying that the team has been a lot less Spursy <laughs> this season. Uh, and, and against Arsenal, they, they put in a really good performance. Uh, all the more special when you consider that they had to battle back twice to earn the draw. Uh, they were positive. Uh, and more importantly, for the neutrals watching, they were entertaining. And and it is safe to say that Postacoglu is going from strength to strength this season. And based on, on what he has been doing and what the team has been doing, it's hard to see them mm. or to see him yeah. putting a foot wrong at the moment. Players like Son, Madison, Udogi and their new goalkeeper Vicario impressed uh, for Spurs. It'll be interesting to see how they're going to improve uh, for the remainder of the season because they definitely are. And I think it's also notable that you mentioned more than one name there because mm. Tottenham used to be very much a, the, hurricane, the hurricane team, you know, one-man yeah. team. This season, you're seeing the responsibility being spread out more evenly among the squad. And I, I guess that's a hallmark of Postacoglu teams. You know, mm. there's always that emphasis on uh, teamwork. And, and while it's still very much early on in the season, it would appear that he's got the team on the right track at least. Mm. You know, um, there's been tremendous progress in the team's performance, how they are playing on the field. Uh, they're getting the results as well. You know, four wins, two draws from their first six matches, I mm. guess. It's, it's a very good showing uh, considering it's his first season. Okay, granted, Arsenal have had their injury issues. They've lost a lot of key players, right? How much of that impacted, uh, how much of that Injury crisis play, uh, played a factor into the result. Well, definitely not having your best players uh, will affect the performance on the uh, on the pitch. But I think uh, Declan Rice in particular had to be taken off at half time. Uh, there were initially concerns that it could be a, a quite a serious back injury, but mm. it, it was more of a precaution. They they, they now say that uh, they've done scans and it's it's not very serious. But I think his uh, omission or not omission, sorry, you know, taking mm. him off at, at, at a half time, I think uh, affected them. And his replacement, if I'm not mistaken, is the one who. I think gave the ball away for mm -hmm. one of Spurs' goals as well. So, yeah, it, it definitely injuries will affect uh, the performance. Yeah, not that it should take anything away from Spurs' draw. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's stay in London for now because we got to talk about Chelsea, the place where promising managers' careers go to die. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea lost 1-0 to Aston Villa. So far, ninth, their nine-figure spending spree has resulted in them lying in 14th in the standings with a negative goal difference. 
uh, only I can match that kind of <laughs> irresponsible spending. Honestly, if it weren't for the fact that we have one of the weakest batch of promoted teams in recent history, I think they'd be serious relegation contenders by January. Yeah, they just might be. Uh, and, and, and like you said, you know, 14th in the table with a negative goal difference, just one win, two draws and three defeats mm. so far this season. Uh, that in itself would be bad enough for any of the, the so-called big Premier League teams, you know. But then, like you mentioned, this is a team that has spent nine figures on transfers. They've got one of the best managers in the game in, in Maurizio Pochettino. Uh, so, you know, the, the danger here is that the Chelsea owner is notorious for being trigger happy with mm-hmm. his managers and also the supporters themselves have very high expectations they're deluded no I mean no look they have very high we expectations we all know Chelsea fans they're deluded <laughs> I beg to differ no sorry boss <laughs> high expectations for the club for the manager for the players and, and mind you not too long ago they were winning EPL and Champions League titles mm-hmm. you know so you, you may call them deluded but I, I think that their expectations are, are justified because they are a European uh, European title and, and, and Premier League title winning club. Mm-hmm. So, based on all that, I would not be surprised if Chelsea are already out shopping for a new manager right now. You know, I, I know it's still early, like, you know, it's only six games and, and Pochettino needs time to build the team the way he wants it. Mm-hmm. And also in terms of personnel, I feel that this is not the best squad that Chelsea mm-hmm. have had in, in, in quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what's damning for him is that if you look at the performances on the field, there does not appear to be any kind of clear indication of of a direction mm-hmm. or, or an identity for the team, and and for that reason, it's mm-hmm. it's not looking good for them and and particularly for Pochettino. And remember last week I showed you that table from a hundred years ago. It was the old first division. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically, I saw a copy of the. The first division table from 1923-24 season. Chelsea were relegated. <laughs> they finished in the bottom two. So will history repeat itself? Who knows? <laughs> Another huge result, figuratively and literally, was Newcastle beating Sheffield United 8-0 with eight players scoring a goal each, um, which I think is a record. All I can say is, what? Oh, uh, well, I mean... It- a win is a win, and they they did score eight goals. Uh, but I don't think you can read too much into the result uh, mm. because the opponents were mm. Sheffield United yeah. after all, you know. And the fact that I think Newcastle had eight players on the score sheet goes to show you just how big the, the gulf in quality mm. is between these two teams. You mentioned earlier that um, it, we, we have this season one of the weakest batches of promoted teams mm. in, in, in many, many years. This Sheffield United team, I think, mm. is proof of that. Yeah, uh, reminds me of that old Derby team that were relegated without a win, right? Oh, oh, Derby is in Derby County. Yeah, Derby right, County. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on to our current favorite punching bag and forever favorite punching bag, Manchester United. Yeah. One nil away win over Burnley with Bruno Fernandez scoring the winner. Results wise, there's nothing much to hit on them. Yeah. Right? No. Uh, also, before that, props to Fernandez for that mm. stunner of a goal. You know, shades of Robin Van Persie with that strike. Uh, but yeah, like you mentioned, the win is a win, uh, and United needed this mm. uh, to to avoid what what would have been a fourth straight defeat in all competitions. Uh, but here's the thing, right? One of United's best players on the night was Johnny Evans, <laughs> right? Who is only in the squad as a as a backup. 
uh-huh. on account of his you know ex- experience again? i don't know he's is old and and the fact that johnny evans was one of the best players raises questions about the others on the team <laughs> you know uh the, the only good news i guess is that uh the injured rafael varan and mason mount are close mm. to being fit again so that will give a much needed uh, mm. boost mm-hmm. to eric ten hag but uh, until they come back i i have a feeling we are going to see a bit of a, a yo-yo performance from united mm-hmm. yeah they bounced back Here, uh, let's see what happens in the next match. Right now, the bigger talking point involving Man United is, of course, news of Marcus Rashford getting into an accident in his Rolls Royce after the game. Uh, he's fine though, but he may have to change his name to Marcus Crashford. <laughs> that joke was a car wreck. <laughs> Wait to hear this one. Uh, I heard rumors that uh, he had the accident while trying to overtake another car. Right, so even off the pitch, he can't pass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Uh, I'm only making these jokes because he's fine if he was injured. I wouldn't make fun of him so much. Um in other results, Man City extended their 100% record with a 2-0 win over Nottingham Forest. City had Rodri sent off for putting his hands on a Forest player's neck. Not exactly what I meant when I said I wanted to see City choke. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally, yeah. Uh, but 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 uh I mean the, the incident itself, I guess you know, you could put it down to being one of those heat of the moment things lah you know and n- n- nothing really big there but i think the repercussions of the sending off uh, could come back to bite city because rodri is now looking at a three game ban which would rule him out of the upcoming epl clash against wolves and the tie against arsenal mm-hmm. uh, at at the emirates so you know they they could be missing him for 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 potentially big game lah although having said that city have had problems with injuries thus far this mm-hmm. season and yet They have a hundred percent record in the league, so mm. yeah, <laughs> it's a deal, you know. Financial dopers. Uh, Liverpool are in second place with a three-one win over West Ham at Anfield. A fun fact about Hammers boss David Moyes, and this is an amazing record. Apparently, in his two decades of managing in the Premier League, he's never won a single away game against Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, or Man United. And correct me if I'm wrong. As Man United manager, I don't think he's ever won an away game. <laughs> <laughs> Although fair play to him, like he's actually done a lot better at West Ham than mm-hmm. he did at Man United, you know. And then they won the the what is it the, the conference <laughs> the conference league. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I'm, I just can't help myself sometimes. Brighton, a third after a three-one win over Bournemouth. Everton claimed their first win of the season. Woohoo! With a three-one. A victory over Brentford, Wolves and Luton drew one all. Fulham and Crystal Palace played out a goalless draw. Uh, this weekend will be another big test for Tottenham. They are at home to Liverpool. Uh, given how well Spurs have been playing, I wouldn't be too disappointed if this one ends in a draw. As a Liverpool fan, you mean? As a Liverpool <laughs> fan, yeah. Uh, the, the 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 fixture is actually. Quite tough on Spurs, lah, because you know they, they've mm. now got two games back to back against inform mm. teams, so to speak. But while Tottenham has been getting a lot of the the positive press and all that, I, I think Liverpool has been quietly and, and efficiently getting the job done as well. You know, yeah, uh, what's the media calling his team now? Uh, Liverpool two point oh. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool two point oh. Yeah, and and you know they're second in the standings, five wins, one draw so far, and just two points off uh, Man City at the top. Mm. Uh, so yeah, they they they're doing pretty good for themselves. Mm. Um, 
For Postacoglu, this will be another big test. Uh, but I think more so it'll be a test of Liverpool's own title mm. credentials, you know, because I, I personally get the impression that no one really gave Liverpool any hope of being mm. title contenders this season. I'm putting my hands yeah, up. Yeah, no, everyone was talking about City and Arsenal, mm. but if you look at the results, uh, they're, they're getting the wins. Um, they've been solid in terms of performance. Uh, Salah continues to bang in the goals. Mm. Darwin Nunes appears to have yeah, found the form... That, that eluded him last season. Yeah, and touch wood, they've not had to deal with major injuries like last season. I think the only injury doubt currently is Alcantara. Yeah. And um, mid, the, the midfield department was one that, that we criticised mm-hmm. quite a bit last season. This season, they've got uh, McAllister and there was been quite a steadying influence. So it, it it's going pretty pretty all mm-hmm. right for them, you know. So I, I think it's there's no better time than now for these two teams to, to meet like, in terms of for me like, and I mm. don't know about you for me as a neutral to watch two form teams mm. play that that's always a good thing yeah that, w- that would be my emotion watching Arsenal v Spurs <laughs> yeah exactly also Man City travel to Wolves third place Brighton still sounds weird travels to Aston Villa Arsenal away at Bournemouth, Man United host Crystal Palace, Newcastle are up against Burnley, will we see another big scoring win? Uh, West Ham host Sheffield United, Everton are at home to Luton, there's also Nottingham Forest v Brentford, and Chelsea could drop three more points against Fulham. (laughs) Send your email, send your letters of complaint to podballsportscast.whothehellcares, get a life. Anyway, that's all for today. It's been nice chatting with you, Nick. I am Faisal Merigan. And I'm Nicholas John.